The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpa sportsmed to learn more. What's going on, football lovers, and welcome back to another exciting week of our PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm your host, Nebia Saez, here solo this week. My man, Brian Linder, isn't feeling well, so I'm going to be bringing you guys the sporting news from uh, the mid-pen this week alone. Um, so far, we're rocking and rolling throughout the high school basketball season. There are two more weeks, well, actually two more games left in the mid-pen high school basketball slate, which is a big deal. we got mid-pen basketball championships coming up on uh, – the, the following two weeks. Uh, aside from that, though, it's a really big PA high school football podcast. And with that being said, we have someone who's really notable and worth mentioning. We've had guys like former Harrisburg standout running back Juwan Chisholm come and join. And one of the guys we have this week is someone Juwan Chisholm has referenced before, and that's former Harrisburg standout quarterback, two-time first-team All-State quarterback, two-time mid-pen offensive player of the year, Yamir Wilkerson. Y'all, how you doing this week, man? I'm doing great this week. I'm feeling good, you know, just working hard. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on last minute and joining us on the podcast, man. Actually, Juwan was one person who kind of gave me that idea like I talked to you about. But before I go ahead and get started asking you these questions, go ahead and give the people a brief introduction of who you are, what you do currently. And, um, yeah, a little bit about your high school resume before I go ahead and give them the hardcore facts. Okay. Uh, like you said, uh, Yadmir Wilkerson. Um, I graduated 2018 from Harrisburg High School, two-time All-State, two-time All-Conference. Um, I think I was awarded QB of the Decade from, I think it was Penn Live. Uh, right now, I mean, I did go to IUP out of uh, high school, transferred to Westchester, played two years there. Um, and now I am an entrepreneur in barbering now. So that's that's a pretty, like, you know, legit update for me now. Yeah, you scratching the surface there. You're being a bit humble. But I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so for those listening to the podcast, I actually got a haircut from Yamir two weeks ago before I left my trip to, to Jamaica. Uh, Yamir, you were three grades below me. I was a class of 2015. You were class 2018 at Harrisburg High School. I remember whenever you came in as a freshman and I was a junior, you were a standout basketball athlete, football athlete, always a kid that was ahead of his time. You and guys like Chris Whitaker, someone who you're still close friends with to this day. Um, But yeah, uh, talk to me about what it was like for you as a freshman coming into high school. Actually, before we even get into that, I want to talk about the relationship you had with your father, Coach Yosef, and how you used to play for the Harrisburg Packers and Little League and how that transcended into your high school football career. Ah, oh, man, my father. I don't, you know, it's, it's, I can go on and on about my father, man, but I would say that, you know, our relationship, it, it, it's really exactly what it is. It's a father son relationship. And um, I would say he, if anybody's my mentor, I would say he's the biggest mentor that, you know, I could ask for. He's he's prepared me for many obstacles and you know just the the game of life. Um, so like you know whenever it came to football, everything that he uh, installed in me it, it translated into life, which I felt as though was the was the biggest part that I took from his um his teaching as a uh, as a father and a, as a coach. Uh, I say like you know going into high school, it was my um 
my future was kind of up in the air because, you know, there was guys that was telling me that, like, I wasn't good enough to be a quarterback. And I was an um, excelling linebacker at the time. So it was a little up in the air. I didn't really know which route I was going to take. When I got to Harrisburg, um, I was actually uh, still in middle school at the time. And, you know, things didn't go well for me there. And I actually just transferred to Harrisburg High. And from there, they kind of just took me under the wing. I was under guys like Michi Walker, Michael Clark, you know, Kanai Littles, stuff like that. They just took me under. And mind you, I mean, I played for Harrisburg Packers my whole life, so I was familiar with all these guys. It wasn't like I was a newcomer. So they just, you know, they kind of installed that um that confidence back in me because, you know, when you're just hearing everybody give an opinion on what you want to do rather than you just freely thinking for yourself, it kind of just gave me that confidence to just go in and do what I love to do, which is play quarterback. So I would say my relationship with my father, you know, just him giving me the the constant game on how to maneuver throughout life and just to be confident and remain the leader, I feel like it, it prepared me a lot for high school because compared to some of the other freshmen that I entered with, I don't really think that I had a hard time adjusting entering high school. Appreciate that, man. You know, you mentioned Coach Yosef Wilkerson, who was actually one of my coaches for the Harrisburg Packers when you played with the Packers as well. Um, very, very great man, staple in the community and uplifts the youth and currently still coaches. Can you let the people know uh, what your dad is doing right now in terms of like the workouts he does with linemen in the area and the youth groups and, you know, just, just coaching football generally? Yeah, so my dad currently, well, he's been doing free football trainings going on about 17 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, it all started with just me and my brothers, but now it's branched out to, you know, just local kids, Harrisburg kids, Central Dolphin East kids. You know, the list goes on. He's been doing it for free for the past 17 years. Um, recently, my dad was just coaching for the uh, Central Penn Crusaders. But uh, to this year, you know, just due to uh, me having a little brother and, you know, he needs more time focused on, uh, my dad's going to take a year off to uh you know just to focus more on him mm-hmm. so that's really much where we're going on right now but my dad still he's running the camp uh every march all the way up until football season starts every year this will be the 18th year he's been doing it so yeah your dad is a should be a proud man you mentioned yourself and your brothers one of your brothers whom i'm familiar with twani chisholm if i'm not mistaken won a state championship right. with the still high rollers you yourself did, did he win a state championship with still no, he didn't win a state he didn't win it he lost in um semifinals he okay. won, he's a district champion though. okay i apologize a district championship was still high i remember seeing that i'm um, in high yeah. school um but you mentioned that freshman class you came in with at harrisburg and some of the guys you played with on the packers you mentioned standout guys like Kenai little michael michael clark who was my classmate class of 2015 starting a quarterback when you got there yeah. um you were one of those guys who had to assume a role a big role at that filling some big shoes early on you and guys like shaquan anderson butts Talk to me about that class you came in with and you talk about them giving you the confidence that you needed to excel at the level that you feel like you did. But transitioning from becoming a a linebacker to the standout quarterback over the next three years following the graduation of a dude like Michael Clark, what was your relationship like with Coach Cal Everett and leading the program to ultimately eminence? My relationship with Coach Cal, I felt like we kind of clicked early on. Um, Mind you, he didn't really know too much of me. Because um you know I was just coming up from um, midget football, and I was in middle school in Stilton, so it wasn't like you know I was walking throughout the halls of, of Harrisburg, you know, at that time period. So 
once I got into the facility and, you know, the, the summer workouts with the guys, he saw that I was a hard worker. He saw that I was willing to come and, you know, learn and get better. So I feel like he kind of had um, his faith and confidence in me at a young age. Not to mention that, like, you know, my, my talent level wasn't too far off of what was already there. So, um, you know, I feel like that's how just just that that this him seeing that I'm, I'm a hard worker and that I was willing to be, you know, a leader at a young age. I feel like that kind of like made him gravitate towards me. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, just speaking on my freshman class, you know, my freshman class, I would say we were pretty strong. We were pretty stout class. Uh, early on, I believe that um, there weren't too many of us that played varsity that year. Uh, I think it was just me, Jayon Butts. He ended up graduating from uh, McDevitt High School. He ended up playing um, at Slippery Rock. It was me, Jayon Butts, Shaquan Anderson Butts. And I believe the fourth one out of the five who to me would be Deontay Payne. He ended up graduating with me in 2018. And he, uh, played at Clarion University and also Kentucky Christian University. So that was a pretty, um, the five stout ones at the beginning of it all when we entered ninth grade. And then, you know, as time went on, like, you know, there was a couple guys that were on the JV team. There were a couple guys that were still playing freshmen. And we all came together and messed up uh, to a very solid senior team. You played with some really unique guys throughout your high school career at Harrisburg. Um, some notable guys worth mentioning that I'm going to get to here in a second. But I want to talk about your 2017 season, although your junior season was amazing as well. Um, you completed 112 of 188 passes for over 2,000 yards as a senior, 24 passing touchdowns. You rushed for 233 yards on 41 carries, had eight touchdowns. You're a left-handed quarterback. Talk to me about what it was like going on that run. Um, making a state title appearance, leading this Harrisburg Cougar squad to a state title appearance, um, playing with guys like Micah Parsons, Ronald Kent, who's getting ready to have an NFL pro day, and, and what it was like just being a pioneer of that team. First and foremost, you know, it was just a blessing to experience all that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, like you said, just to be a pioneer, you know, it's a valid statement that I can say I was the first quarterback to lead Harrisburg High School to a state championship. So mm -hmm. it feels, it's a blessing, you know, just to have that notoriety. But um, as far as, you know, my senior season, how I was feeling is honestly, it was it was a redemption year for us, you know. Um, coming off of that state championship loss, which, you know, we lost fair and square. Um, I, would, I would say that we had plenty of chances to win, but I don't think we were ready to win that day you know what I mean mm -hmm. um so going into that senior season you know I really started working out like the next week mm -hmm. you know what I mean I knew that we were going to have to see Archbishop Wood again and you know going into that season uh we ended up you know figuring out that we were going to open up with Amotep so that kind of added more fuel to the fire you know when you got guys like Ashim Young he's thriving at Ole Miss right now he's going to be a first round draft pick Taki Smith playing at Georgia, Omar Space, he's at Oregon State. You know what I mean? These are all guys that we were happy to see for the first week of our season that ultimately wanted to lead up to a state championship. So I already knew where I personally had to be for to be the leader of the team mentally. For unless I wanted to get everybody on the page because you know my my junior class, my junior team was 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 also senior led. There was a, it was a strong senior class when I was a junior. So 
I knew we were missing a lot of guys and a lot of key pieces. So I had to really much set the tone. Like I didn't, I was going to play basketball, but coming off that loss, it gave me a bitter uh, taste in my mouth. And I just had to set the tone and, you know, set the off season off strong so we can, you know, have a successful senior year. And, you know, we, um, we didn't lose a game throughout the regular season. We, we fell short before the district playoffs. So, you know, it was a, it was definitely a bitter taste. Uh, I didn't I didn't expect us to you know fall short that that year at all. I definitely thought we were going to make it back to the um, state championship. And truth be told, we probably were the best team in the state that year. And you know we just you know any given Sunday and we we came up short. You know you talk about coming up short. Despite that, you you haven't allowed that to deter. Your, your life purpose because you're continuing to excel in things that you're doing in the community to this day. But before I segue into those things that you're doing currently, I want to ask you specifically, what was it like, you know, being in the same locker room with one of the best athletes to ever come out of the city of Harrisburg and a Michael Parsons, who's the face of the Dallas Cowboys currently. Um, I had the pleasure of going down to Washington actually for the Cowboys last regular game of the season. I, I caught up with Micah and asked him what his, you know, his rise to fame and stardom has been like. And he was like, it was no easy process at all. But I was always a kid that just hustled and worked for everything I had. I mean, to have a teammate like that who had a similar mindset as you and just wanted to win and everything he did and took pride in all that he does. I mean, what was that experience like for you? And what is your relationship like with him? Uh, me and Mike have a, a good relationship. You know, he, he's very busy with just being in the NFL and, you know, all types of sponsorships. So he, he's he's moving on a daily basis, not to mention he has two kids now. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike is a good guy, man. He still finds time to, you know, talk to our, our core group of guys from our class. You know, he talks to us about, if not weekly, every two weeks. So we, we still communicate on, um you know, a friend basis. And, um you know, as far as in just playing with Micah, it was a, it was a blessing to have him. As a teammate, man, you know, before Micah Parsons came, I would say that, you know, we were a good team, but he was the missing piece that we mm-hmm. needed for us to become a great team. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just speaking on him as a as a as a teammate, you know, he's the ultimate competitor. Um, he just has he just has that factor in him that he just doesn't want to lose. And it, it kind of rubs off on everybody. It's, it's real contagious. Well, you know, he's really passionate about winning and just about anything. It doesn't even necessarily have to be football. He's just really the ultimate competitor. And that type of energy rubs off on guys. And, and as you guys can see that, like, you know, it, it happened. Like, we all were playing at a high level. It's crazy that you mentioned that because I also had the chance to catch up with former Penn State uh, linebacker LeVar Arrington. And those were his exact words and sentiments. He's the ultimate competitor. Um Absolutely. Furthermore, you know, moving on from Micah, I want to, you know, I want to talk about little Ronald Kemp, man. I had a chance to catch up with him actually earlier this week, and he's been working out with Jawan Chisholm. He's yeah. getting ready, you know, to go out there and, and and give it all he's got. He told me he wants to go out there and run a four three. Talk to me about the the mindset that not only Ronald Kent had, but his, you know, his brother that that played with you all had, and you know, ultimately that that entire family because they're like a little dynasty in Harrisburg alone you know that that family produces athletes i mean talk to me about ron and the 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 relationship you've had with him and what do you expect from him um my relationship with ron is good um you know every we go we're going through our own you know journeys of life right now which you know ultimately like you know we're, we're still there for each other but everybody's pretty much in their own lane so you know we may not be you know 
as there for each other as we were in high school because we saw each other every day. But we're all still there for each other for sure. Like literally my whole class of our friends, we still communicate on a week to week basis or, you know, whether it's through social media or anything like that. But um, as far as what I'm expecting of Ron, you know, I'm expecting Ron to, to kill all his numbers. Ron is very fast. I think a 4-3 is very doable. Not to mention mm-hmm. he's training with a guy like Juwan Chisholm who has been there and who is genuine. He wants to see people win from our city. So mm-hmm. um, I'm expecting Ron to do very good. I'm definitely expecting him to at least, you know, I think I think that Ronald Kent and Dante Kent will be NFL football players. Honestly, that's how I personally feel. That's what I can see. I think that they're both great cover guys. I think that they're, you know, they they both can tackle very well. Um, and I think that, you know, I don't expect anything but, you know, great things to come from them too. And their whole family, you know, as you've said before, that's like a little dynasty. They've been, their whole family has been, you know, prominent athletes since we were little kids at the Packers. So, yeah, I, I, it's nothing that, you know, it's nothing negative that I can expect coming from Ronald Ken at all. You know what I mean? Just speaking on him, he's a very humble guy. You know what I mean? He's just a guy that's just, you know, happy to be in this predicament, you know? So, Good things coming for him, you know, whether it goes the way he wants it to or the way it doesn't. You know, Ronald Kent is a guy who, who, who is, you know, he's easy to gravitate to. He's going, I'm pretty sure his degree is in uh, early childhood education. He'll be great for the kids. He's, you know, so I feel like he's going to do good regardless whether NFL works or not, or if, if he continues to play football or not, he's going to be, he's going to do great in whatever he wants to do. So that's how I personally feel about Ronald. I love that guy. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with everything you just said. I think the interesting and unique part about Kent in, in, in uh, particular with Ronald, he's not the biggest guy, right? But he plays with the biggest heart. He just has a lot of grit, determination right. to him. And he's fearless out there. Like you mentioned, he can tackle well. He straps up. He's he's lightning quick. He's really good at track and field, exactly. too. So, you know, I pray that it, it's promising for he and his brother both. Um, we're going to take a brief moment here to acknowledge our sponsors, UPMC and Pinnacle Health. And we'll be right back, Yamir. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. Yeah, I know we talked a lot about football. We just got done talking about your former teammate, Ronald Kent. Um, You know, again, I, I really appreciate you coming on this podcast with us today because you know, you're, you're definitely a staple in the community. And one of the younger guys who's uh, shedding a lot of positive light, um, instilling positivity into the youth, uplifting people with everything you're doing. Um, you're, you're, a model, you're a model citizen, former standout athlete. Um, and Jawan actually spoke highly of you. And I was like, that's what sparked me to kind of bring you onto the podcast. Um, I know you went on to play football at IUP where you redshirted. And furthermore, you went on to Westchester after that. Um, talk to me a bit about your your collegiate experience and what that journey was like for you, and ultimately how you've become the person you you are today, and, and how you got into entrepreneurship. Well, college, man, I tell you, this this can this can go on for hours mm-hmm. talking about college. But um, I kind of knew, like, I mean, of course, I had childhood dreams of um playing in the NFL, and you know, once. You know, I, I kind of saw, you know, Micah, he was committed to Penn State, uh, Ronald Kent, Western Carolina, my friend Donnell Enriquez went to Maine, you know, Shaquan, he was heavily recruited by Penn State. 
And once I kind of like, you know, committed to a division two program, I kind of like, I'm not going to say lost sight of my, my NFL dreams, but I was just ultimately preparing that for life. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I feel like just me being three steps ahead of everything is ultimately what deterred me. Well, I should say pivoted me towards entrepreneurship. Um, I know that I, you know what I mean? I'm a interesting guy. I would say if I had to describe myself, I'm an interesting guy. So like there's, there's a lot of things that I've ultimately wanted to do over the course of my lifetime, which, you know, ultimately would it, you know, that, that, that leads into entrepreneurship for me. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I still want to do that I haven't got the chance to mm -hmm. do yet. And I'm going, and I'm going to do it. So, you know, that's just later down the line. But um, as far as in my college experience, being a, a collegiate athlete, I would say that different experience than, you know, it's um advertised that. And I'm just, I can only be real when I'm talking about my experience and, Again, this is my personal experience. You know, everybody has their own personal experience. So for me, um, coming out of high school, like you, like we mentioned at the beginning, uh, you know, I'm a two-time All-State guy, two-time All-Conference, QB of the Decade, all that good stuff. You know, so I was... I was. Um, I don't mean to cut you off. Actually, you were also a District 3 touchdown record holder too, right? Uh-huh. I was. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Yeah. So, you know... Exiting high school, I thought that I was shorted. You know, um, I didn't get a chance to play in the Big 33. I didn't get a chance to go Division One, So I felt like I was shorted. And um, it kind of rubbed off on me towards, though, like I was down on myself. So going into college, I may have not been as uh, prepared as I should have because I really wasn't even excited to go. Um, so when I got there, you know, and throughout the recording process of going to IUP, you know, they told me that I was going to come in and, you know, be the backup guy. And as soon as I got there, I was redshirted. So, you know, I experienced negative energy because I thought that I should have been at a Division One school. And when I got there, I was also, like, fed a lie almost. So it's like I was going in there negative and then more negative came. But, you know... I ultimately just accepted what they gave me, and I got a lot better on the scout team, you know. I uh, I formed a, a great relationship with tons of guys that I can still talk to, and, you know, if I was ever in Pittsburgh area, I can link up with a lot of guys today. Um, but, so, like I was saying, I got a lot better, and, you know, towards that, that spring semester, I was going to transfer out after the, the first year, I mean, after the first semester, be just because of the lying aspect. Uh, I was told something and it wasn't exactly what they told. So I was trying to leave then, but, you know, talking to guys like Coach Cal, talking to my dad, they were telling me that I should, you know, go through the adversity and, you know, and, and really try to compete for it. Uh, so during that, you know, it was me, it was another freshman, and they had brought in a transfer from Toledo. And, you know, at the course, the end of the course of our um, winter workouts in our spring season, they sat all three of us down and told us that um, none of us were good enough to be the starter for the next season and they were going to bring in a transfer and he was going to be the starting guy. So me personally, I, you know, I took that as a sign of disrespect because I feel like I played well for the spring and I that's what ultimately led me to mm -hmm. Westchester. Uh, when I got to Westchester, you know, there's nothing that I can really complain about. 
as far as in my first year there, they told me exactly what they were going to do with me, and that's what they did. I got there. They had a senior quarterback, and they threw me in the game for a wildcat running. I did very well at that for them, and I was, you know, a good part of the team as far as in help and uh, my leadership. But then we got hit with COVID, you know, two years off of football. That that kind of, like, shivered the whole college football as far as in the PSAC. I'm not, I can't really speak for, you know, Division One level, but a lot of guys were, uh, you know, affected negatively from the um, quarantine, mm-hmm. you know. Going to a school, you know, that's right outside of Philadelphia, a lot of Philadelphia guys are there. The crime rate is ridiculously high there. You know, a, a lot of my teammates lost family members, brothers, you know, parents, all types of things. And, you know, that type of stuff, it, it, it kind of goes unnoticed when you're, you're dealing with the football world and college football because, you know, it's a lot different from high school. It's it's not really a, a family-oriented thing. It's more like a business, you know. So that type of stuff gets, like, swept under the rug, and, you you know, coaches expect guys to come ready to go. But, like, two years off of football and people have to take care of households and all types of things, you know, things change. So that I feel like quarantine was pretty much the biggest – the biggest – uh negative out of out of college for me and a lot of guys you know we came I came back from COVID and I went out reported to college my first year back I had COVID the first day of camp and I missed the first 15 practices before mm-hmm. our game and I had I had five days to prepare and you know coming back from COVID I was I was going to be looked at as the guy who everybody thought was going to be the starter so you know missing the first 15 practices that killed me and Ultimately, you know, we opened up the season my last year playing and we 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 lost like 44 to mm. 7 opening up against Bentley. You know, fortunately, I got in, you know, the last drive of the game and I I was able to put some points up on the board for the team. And, you know, my uh my football career didn't pan out as well as I wanted it to pan out, but what I will say is lot you know it just taught me a lot about life you know everything's not going to go exactly how you plan but you have to be able to you know roll with the punches and we have to be able to pivot into your next avenue of life and I feel like you know that's one thing that I'm able to do that you know a lot of people aren't so that's pretty much how I can sum up my college career uh like I mentioned before there's you know a lot of guys that I have relationships with then you know I feel like that was the biggest takeaway for me in college was, you know, I made lifelong friends and I networked very, very well. There's a lot of people I can call from Westchester and IUP who, you know, can, can lead me to great things in life right now, which is, you know, I feel as though the, the ultimate, the ultimate like um, thing you can do in life is network. So I wouldn't complain about college at all. You know, I agree with everything you said. I think college is an experience that everybody should have, especially coming from the inner city, because you meet so many people from different de- demographics, backgrounds, and ultimately get to network with people who are on a similar uh, goal-chasing um, spree in life that you are, right? Right. Um, and that 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 also right. has allowed you to pivot, like you mentioned. I love that phrase so much because the pivot is actually one of my favorite podcasts to tune in to with former NFL DB uh, Ryan Clark and Fred Taylor and Channing Crowder and those guys. Yeah. But being able to pivot and be like, okay, you know what? This chapter of my life may not pan out the way I expected it to. 
However, I can still be involved in, with the game in different areas. I can still impact my community and help other people reach their goals and become the person that I aspire to be. And, you know, oftentimes yes. some people don't become the best athletes, but they become the best coaches. They become the best impactors, the uh, mentors, influencers. You're doing your thing, my man, um, with with the whole barber scene, working at Faded Precision. I appreciate the, the nice cut you gave me before I went to Jamaica. You also have your own clothing apparel. You're you're a staple in the community nonetheless. And I wanted to give you your flowers and invite you onto this podcast. And we appreciate you sharing your story. Um, real fast before I let you go, Yamir, I want to ask you what words of advice or wisdom you'd leave for athletes who are currently seeking college homes. Um, some are former Harrisburg uh, standouts like Terrell Reynolds, who is two-time defensive player of the year for Harrisburg. Um, he's definitely a Division One prospect that's still looking for a college home. You got guys like Makai Hopkins, other guys like Connor Black, um, David Chase out of Central Dolphin. Being as though you were in their shoes, right, come time January 2018, right. you still weren't signed to a school, but you were one of the best offensive players in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, what would you tell them about the journey, about the process, and how to continue, you know, keeping a positive mindset and chasing their, their dreams? Um. I would I would tell them to definitely do a deep dive into themselves, you know. Um, ultimately, you know, as far as in moving forward, anybody, I don't even care if you're not an athlete, you have to know what you want to do. You know, like I like I shared a moment ago, like I knew once I wasn't, you know, a division one athlete moving forward, I kind of steered away from my dreams of going to the NFL. So that that ultimately gave me the mindset of where I am now, you know, not we're not being able to be stressed out because I already knew that there's more than football ahead of me. So if I was to give them advice, I would just, you know, tell them to make sure they know what they want moving forward. Um, if, if, you know, if these are guys who are, 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 are sets concrete on, I want to be a football player and I want to be an NFL player, I would say double down and mm -hmm. bet on yourself. Um, you know, if, if, if colleges aren't giving you the time of day that you think you can play at, you may need to go the Juco route and you may need to hit the off season real hard so you can perform at that high level that, you know, that, you know, you can play at, um, you know, I know Terrell Reynolds, I was seeing him at, you know, St. Francis, um, uh, visits the other day, you know, they actually offered me the same day that, um, IUP offered me and. At the, I mean, the day I committed to IUP, St. Francis offered me, and it's just like I was already so far going away from being a Division One athlete that I turned mm -hmm. it down, you know. So that's what I mean by, like, you have to know what you want to do because that's what it ultimately comes down to. You have to be looking at life from three mm -hmm. steps down the line. I'm, I got to do this so I can get here. I got to make this decision. I got to work out this hard. I got to make sure my grade is this good so I can get there. You, they ultimately have to figure out what they want to get out of this life that we're living. So that's what I would say. I would just, you know, tell them to make sure that they know what they want and make sure that they're attacking everything as serious as possible because, you know, once you graduate high school, it, it, it's it's not a game. Absolutely. Setting yourself up right and putting yourself in the right predicament in order to succeed and thrive. Yamir, wise words, Absolutely. man. I appreciate you, bro. Much love to you. Continue doing everything you're doing in the community. Uh, we're definitely going to have you back on here sometime soon. I know you're going to do great big things and continue to have an impact on those in the Harrisburg community, but also in Central PA. But go ahead and drop your, your Twitter handle or your social media, stuff like that, so people can follow you and check out your stuff. Um, You can um follow my 
my barbering page on Instagram at Crafty Cuts, C-R-A-F-T-Y-C-U-T-Z, double underscore on Instagram. And you can also follow my clothing line page at Rusev Apparel, R-U-S-E-A-P-P-A-R-E-L on Instagram. And that's everything. Well, Yamir, we appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're doing and, you know, continue to thrive. Definitely. I appreciate being on the podcast today. Thank you both. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more.